Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 28 of Transformers Energon. It is protection. This episode was written by Akira Okea, and the last time on Transformers Energon, it was a clip show. Uh, and in this episode, it was a clip show. It kind of starts off with a clip show, or at least a, yeah. a, a voiceover where K- Kicker basically recounts the events of the end of the last half of this show. Yep, he brings us up to speed, and Optimus went after Megatron, and Alpha Q went after Optimus, so Kicker flew the ship into the rift to follow him, and when they get there, Alpha Q has restored all of his planets. I guess it's these little Christmas light looking things. Yeah, planets, (laughs) because before it was just his planet he was interested in, right? Or yeah. their planet. Uh, and they're, I guess they're absorbing energon and growing, which is why they look, like you said, like Christmas lights. It's really whatever. Um, and then one of the planets just explodes <laughs> because Megatron was behind it. And it looks like the planet was about 40 feet wide. So, yeah. So maybe that's, well, uh, Alpha Q says something, but they need to absorb energon to grow. So, like, but that's, that's not, not how, how planetary that's... evolution works. That's not how that happens. <laughs> they're not living things. Life exists on a planet. They're not, yeah, but, they're not trees. Uh, but yeah, the Autobots see this from a distance and figure that must have been Megatron. And now Kicker and the others are here. And Rodimus asks Optimus, what do we do with them, with Kicker? And Optimus says, well, we can't send them back. So might as well put them to use since they're here. Yeah. And it's worth noting at this point that we are now into the exact same story we left off with like we are now in a brand new galaxy and universe where anything could change but megatron's just going to harvest more energon and he's going to bring it back to unicron but yeah so anyway uh then kicker shows up he radios optimus and he's like hey i broke all the rules and i'm here i did it myself yeah and now we go to one of these planets i guess and shockwave just wakes up and uh he goes from waking up like all groggy like oh like where am i to who's there and it's like just Lying to standing with no animation in between. <laughs> yeah, it is. Ding! He's up. Uh, and, and then, the I guess, rocks come out of the ground and he freaks out. But before that, going back to Kicker, he he and Optimus were talking and then he goes, Whoa, Optimus, I'm sensing Energon from that planet. It, but wouldn't he be sensing Energon from every if planet? they're absorbing because, it. Yeah. yeah. And then we go to Unicron's body, where Megatron tells the Decepticons that followed him there to follow him. Yeah. Okay. And like I said, we're back to where we were. Unicron, I mean, he's in robot mode now, but he's just floating in space. But then they run into Scorponok, who is, I guess, inside Unicron? Yep. They figure, you know, he might be useful for finding Energon, even though they have Terracons to do that. Why? Yeah. Why? I mean, Megatron has this line about, oh, you can talk to the Terracons, but Megatron just controlled the Terracons to attack. So, like, why, what tactical benefit does he offer? None. Well, in the Decepticons, they even, I think, all of them point out he betrayed us before, but yeah. Megatron's not worried about that because he's going to reformat him entirely. Sure, why not? So uh, we then go to Shockblast, who's shooting at more of these rocks popping out of the ground. And I, I guess it's on the same planet because Kicker and Ironhide are having a similar issue with earthquakes and shit. Yep. And then Alpha Q's voice tells them it's the planet absorbing Energon is what's happening. Not an earthquake. It's the planet absorbing Energon. Well, that's just the cause of it. But yeah. the effect is... 
an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> and this is also the marks the beginning of Ironhide becoming an idiot. Because he just stands there and literally says, Kicker, what are you doing? Because <laughs> Kicker starts talking to Alpha Q, I guess, in his head. And he's like, Alpha Q's not even here, Kicker. Yeah, who are you talking to? What are you and, doing? And he's like looking around. Well, who are you talking to? And then an Alpha Q is like, I warned you not to follow me. Like, I don't remember him saying that. And then, then he tells him, the planet is absorbing energon in case kicker forgot that he just said that five seconds ago yeah it's he's doing it and it's like uh, it's, it's creating an energon nucleus at its core which is the source of all life on all planets <laughs> okay yeah. whatever the sun yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nrc calls in and she's like oh decepticons are on their way i'm done i've served my purpose in this show yep <laughs> That's all she does. But it is worth noting that she radioed Ironhide and Kicker, and they go off hunting for this uh, Decepticon presence, because then uh, Prime and his team arrive, and they're like, the number one priority we have right now is to find Kicker and Ironhide. Well, just talk to RC. She can tell you, like, <laughs> why they're not lost. But yeah, Optimus and Wingding separate, and uh, Wingding thinks his new body is just fantastic, and it's too bad he didn't have this before, because he could have... Stop shock blast before he killed Padlock. <laughs> that, that would that should have been a, a tongue twister. Stop shock blast from blasting Padlock. That say that five times fast. <laughs> um, so then Ironhide and Kicker find Shock Blast, and they like they want to know where Megatron is. He won't talk, and then. Like, three seconds later, every Autobot shows up. Yep, they all fly in, even... Yeah. Like, they're, it, it's not one of them... It's not Inferno linked with Jetfire so he can fly. Inferno is flying, and Optimus is flying, not linked with Wingdings. Either way, they're doing it. And uh, this just goes on forever. Optimus uh, thinks that Wingding should take Shock Blast in, you know, because... To get him back for escaping from prison, I guess. Yeah, and Shock Blast just stands there, basically wets his pants for five minutes, and just says, uh, "Should I?" And everybody has to say, "We're here for you, Shock Blast. We're we're going to help you." I think there's a commercial break in here somewhere. Um, but like when we come back, though, there's a quick clip of Megatron that they're aware of this, and he's like, "Ah, oh, let Shock Blast fend for himself." But that then we go back to uh, Wingding being like, "I don't know if I can," and the whole team's like, "You can. We believe in you." And finally. Finally, Shock Blast is like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> and just fires at him. He even imitates him at one point. He's like, oh, you guys get my back. Whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wingdink says something like, are you sure I can do it? And Shock Blast comes back like, are you sure I can do it? <laughs> that was maybe my favorite part of the episode. But yeah, he has had enough for one day. He blasts at them, that Wingdink, and then a jet fire, and then just tackles Ironhide and takes him hostage like he did with Padlock. I think he even says, does it seem familiar? Yeah, and it, it's Wingding's fault again, because he's a fucking milquetoast Wingding. Uh, but but they, uh, oh, so Wingding, I guess also, he's the Flash, because then he turns into the Flash. <laughs> or Nanosec. <laughs> and, and just starts, yeah, it starts zipping and zipping and zipping, which I was like, okay, why didn't you call him Blur? Nah. Doesn't matter. Uh and they, okay, there was one thing I really liked about this. They, uh, Shock Blast tries to flee, Wingding catches up to him, but, like, slams him into the ground, and when the smoke clears, they, Looney Tune style, and I say that with all respect, Shock Blast, Blast is impacted into the ground in a Shock Blast-shaped crater. Mm-hmm, and Wingding's just hovering above him, and then they 
chain them up to a rock formation because they happen to have those chains with them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, they're trucks. They got chain tires. That's suppose. Tire chains. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's my... <laughs> anyway, whatever. Uh, but the Decepticons show up and the Autobots basically like just ditch him. And all of a sudden, he's surprised they would do that. Yeah, because they, they don't even really acknowledge him. Yeah. Anyway, like the Scorponok shows up with the Decepticons and... um. Oh, yeah, because they, okay, this, oh, God, this shit with Ironhide. Scorponok leads the Decepticons and a bunch of Terracons on an attack. And Alpha Q, I guess, is monitoring all this. And he's like, yeah, he's alive. But Ironhide runs out going, hey, Scorponok, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, he thinks, you know, Scorponok is on their side, or he still thinks that. But didn't Megatron say he was going to reformat him? Well, how come he didn't get a new form? Like. Demolisher did. Snowcat. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he should have. And he what he should what they should have done is changed him into an actual scorpion and then call him Menasaur. <laughs> but yeah, the Terracons attack, and like there's an attack going on all around him, and Ironhide is still trying to talk to Scorponok, who just stands there looking at him until he <laughs> finally just backhands him away. At one point, he just, he literally laughs like, <laughs> like there's Terracons just running past him on both sides. <laughs> What's going on here? And yeah, everybody, whatever. He is an idiot in this episode. But um, eventually, Scorponox just walks up and smashes him aside. Yep, and Jetfire flies in to rescue Ironhide. They link up. But then a space bridge opens, and here come the rest of the Decepticons. Who all, well, not all of them, but like a, a few of them have a moment to sh- save Shock Blast, like Megatron could, and he doesn't. Later on, Mirage, Mirage has a chance. He's like, no. Um, but uh, th- yeah, they all come in, and uh, Scorponok punches the ground like Hulk Smash styles and exposes Yeah, him. like Rumble G1 chasm causing yes. thing, yeah. And he exposes a bunch of uh, Energon. Yeah, and the Terracons just run down the side of this. I guess they can stick to walls. And they start munching on Energon while the rest of the Transformers make a lot of noise shooting at apparently nothing. Because all it does is show them <laughs> shooting, but it doesn't show them what they're shooting at. You, you can't tell who's fighting who. No, I, Megatron and Optimus do square off, but it's like there's one punch and that's it. Mm. And a lot of talk. Um, so then Scorponok says to Megatron, hey, we're, we got all the Energon we needed. And Megatron retreats. And all of the op- uh, Optimus, all of the uh, D- Decepticons retreat with them. But they leave Shock Blast behind. Yeah. Like, again, they don't even acknowledge that he's there. No, no. Uh, oh, there was one neat thing where Optimus goes to run after Megatron and Starscream just kind of dematerializes oh, yeah. or decloaks, stops him. They square off for that long and then starscream's gone but it's just long enough though that the decepticons can get away yeah yeah so then optimus vows to stop megatron and help alpha q he get pulled into the same pyramid scheme that Rodimus is in <laughs> and uh because he's going to save all the new planets and the life on them which are they're just rock <laughs> we they have just started they're 40 feet across I, there's i mean what's gonna uh, i've seen the next episode so i know it's bullshit but th- there should be no fucking life on these whatever <laughs> and now ironhide and wingding are staring at the sun and wingding learned something today that you need to trust your instincts and ironhide asks him yeah but what if you're a 
fucking idiot and your instincts are always wrong. (laughs) Well, then you shouldn't be on this show or wait. This is the perfect show for you. Uh, So then on the other side of the rift, there's two. uh, We we hear two voices who are like looking for Optimus Prime and oh, wow, we might have to. They might have to send a rescue party for us. Rescue party for a rescue party. Can you imagine how crazy that'd be? All right. And then it's clearly Wheeljack and another trucker driving through the rift. Optimus says Wingding should be the one to take Shock Blast back to prison. That's what he says. Back to prison. You know, the prison on the other side of the rift that he said they couldn't get back through. And it took far longer than it needed to, but eventually Wingding takes Shock Blast down. And because the Autobots learned nothing, they put him right back in the same predicament he was in when he was in prison. Except this isn't prison. This is chaining a guy to rocks on a deserted planet and leaving him to his fate. That's not imprisonment. That's Greek mythology caliber shit. Even if these chains they happen to have lying around are fastened a little better than last time, we've seen that this is a geologically active planet where rocks shoot out of the ground as it absorbs energon. Sure. What if one of them shoots out and breaks the formation he's chained to? Well, you're back to square one, you friggin' idiots. Fugitive is at large, and you'll have no idea until he shows himself if and when he ever does. And what if Megatron decides to come back and reformat Shockwave? He did it with Scorponok easily enough. If you think about it, why wouldn't Megatron come back and reformat him? Perfectly good Decepticon right there. A little fine-tuning on his loyalty. Buff out a few dents, he's good to go. Could even give him a new name if he wants. And why didn't he rename Demolisher like he did with Snowcat and Mirage when he reformatted him? For that matter, Scorponok didn't get shit when he was reformatted. No new form or new name. New coat of paint in the design. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The episode was Protection Paul... What do you think? Uh... You know how we say it's a 10-minute story stretched out? This is a two-minute story stretched out over 22 minutes. Yeah. Like, it, it was, there was a lot of nothing happening, especially in that fight. You know what? I'm going to try something. God knows how long this will last, but I'm going to start saying what I liked about the episode at the end of this. And it's usually going to be one, maybe two things. Uh, Shock Blast mocking uh, uh, Wing Ding was legitimately funny. Yeah. Shock Blast continuously has the best that was lines. That loud funny. In this show, almost in that he realizes how stupid it all is. But the one of the things I did like in this episode was some of the lighting there were sh- anytime they went to a shot of alpha q the lighting was kind of interesting there was a bit of chrome going on with him and yeah, all of the lighting in megatron's chamber was just this like dark green it's more like the lack of lighting yeah for yeah that effect. really yeah. really i really like that uh but yeah the rest of this story was i think you put it the best two minutes of story stretched out over 22 minutes well it, other than Wingding and Shockwave fighting in the air. That was kind of cool, but it would have been even better if they transformed and chased each other around a bit, but it just, it gets pretty one-sided. Next thing you know, he just slams him into the ground. Yeah, we're two episodes into the second half of this series, and like, not much has changed at all, and no real story has, like, there should have been some giant new threat that they encounter here. Oh, now, if we can get enough Energon to go home, then we will. Oh, no, the Energon is... uh, it's alive here. Oh, <laughs> Energon monsters. Like, it's something, anything, but it's just the same old crap. Yeah, rather than have rocks popping out of the ground or, or make the rocks come to life or something. They're like, I don't know, rock lords. Rock lords! <laughs> Biting too All soon. right. Uh, so what, well, anyway, what's the next episode we're going to do is Imprisoned Inferno. If you want to... 
see a couple hot farts, uh, you can email, <laughs> we can email the show. Uh, we're transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And you know what? I want to say something important. We have fun here, dear listener, but just like for real, don't don't tell our mums we cuss, right? See you later. The sun.